Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Dale Lally Show. I'm Dale Lally, your host here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network, and uh, I am Indian in Indianapolis, uh, taking part in the uh, NFL Scouting Combine this week, uh, checking out all the news, the notes, the rumors, uh, lots of that kind of stuff going around. And the big one here, in terms of the Steelers, is that they're kind of zeroing in on Mitch Trubisky uh, potentially being their next uh, quarterback. Uh, a lot of reasons uh, to, to, to lean that way. I've also heard from some people within the organization that that is the, the case, that they, they kind of like Trubisky to be that potential bridge guy to come in and compete with, first of all, compete with Mason Rudolph, and then secondly, to potentially beat Rudolph out and be a better uh, starter uh, in, in 2022 than Mason Rudolph. Um, you know, you look at his mobility, you look at his – record uh, with the Chicago Bears, taking that team to the playoffs a couple of times, uh, been to a Pro Bowl. Uh, obviously, um, you know, they, they uh, weren't in a situation where they needed to sign him last year. In fact, Trubisky wasn't signed last year until the uh, Buffalo Bills went out and got him for uh, $2.5 million. So, you know, I spoke with Greg Cosell uh, of NFL Films earlier this week, and he said, look, the, the league told um, Mitch Trubisky last year that he was a backup. Well, I don't think the league's going to tell Mitch Trubisky this year that he's a backup. Now, I don't expect him to break the bank, uh, but there will be a number of teams vying for his services. Uh, I think I talked about that last week. And again, the, the reason why that makes sense to go that route for the Steelers is they don't want to get caught in a situation where they have to draft a quarterback to have somebody to compete with Mason Rudolph. And because the draft happened so far after the NFL scouting combine, well, you know, you're, you're kind of forcing your hand if you, if you wait and don't get something done because it's not going to be a situation like what happened with Trey Turner last year, um, you know, when, when David DeCastro wasn't available after it, when they found out that was going to be the case after minicamp last year, um, you know, Trey Turner just happened to be out there and still available not the best option to fill. And I'm sure, sure that uh, had they had their druthers, they would have rather had somebody maybe better than Trey Turner, more of a, a veteran guy, a better veteran guy than Trey Turner, but Trey Turner was available. They signed him and he did. Okay. Um, so you, you don't want to get stuck in that situation where, you know, you need to find a quarterback after the draft because you're not going to find somebody of any kind of quality. It's just not going to, it's just not going to happen. 
So I think that's what's going to happen with that. Uh, and the Steelers will make a, a strong attempt to sign him and get that get him uh, uh, in in house. Um, you know, they have the money to do it. It's not like uh, you know they're they're up against the cap or anything like that. So you know, but you go into this with a certain price in mind, and maybe you go slightly over that, but you're not going to go crazy with Mitch Trubisky. And he's, that's certainly uh, I don't know that you're going to have to go crazy with Mitch Trubisky, um, but he gives you a starter quality, a guy who started the number two overall pick in the draft a couple of years ago. So uh, I think that's the way they're going to go. Uh, we've seen the quarterbacks this week at the scouting combine and everybody threw the ball pretty well with the exception maybe of Carson Strong out of Nevada. I, I thought he had kind of a, a weaker day throwing the football here uh, the other day. Um, but, you know, I thought Kenny Pickett threw the ball well. Malik Willis threw the ball well. Desmond Ritter really helped himself this week uh, out of Cincinnati. Uh, ran a 4 5 uh, he, he can fly. We kind of knew that, but didn't know how fast he was. Um, he's pretty fast. And there were a lot of great times put in this week. Uh, of the guys who have run this week at the combine, uh, it was a record setting day for the uh, wide receivers. We had 18 receivers at this combine, uh, who were sub four or five or better. That was a record, including eight, eight of those 18 guys were four threes or better. Um, so that's that or under four, four, I should say in the four threes, uh, or even some four twos in there. So these guys can fly. There's not a lot of big body receivers in this draft, but Hey, um, you know, those guys don't grow on trees. The Steelers have one in chase Claypool. And to me, that's why you're not looking to perhaps trade a chase. Claypool. I keep seeing that thrown out there. And that's the, the craziest thing that I've seen, uh, in quite some time that, well, the Steelers are going to be looking to trade Chase Claypool or teams think they're going to get Chase Claypool from the Steelers on the cheap. Why would the Steelers be interested in trading Chase Claypool right now? The only other receiver that they have under contract on their roster uh, who is proven NFL player is Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson is a good football player like Deontay Johnson, but you're not going to go into this uh, into this free agent period with only Deontay Johnson on your roster. That's crazy. So the Steelers aren't going to trade Chase Claypool. Uh, you're not going to get value for him. He was a second round draft pick. Um, you know, anybody, any teams out there thinking that they're somehow going to get value or get or get a bargain, Chase Claypool on a bargain. You're not getting Chase Claypool from the Steelers for a fourth or fifth round pick. It's just not happening. I mean, he was a second round draft pick. He's, he's, he's actually produced pretty well. I, I went over this a couple of weeks ago on, on DK Pittsburgh Sports about his numbers this, se- uh, this, this in his first two seasons. They're, they're all in the top five of the guys in his draft class. It's not like he should be a big disappointment. He's actually performed pretty well. Now, could he be better? Absolutely. And you'd like to see him take more of a, a jump. But, you know, I, I think that's still – you know, remains to be seen if he can make that kind of jump. And, and I think he can. So you're not going to trade him. You're not going to give him away just because, well, you know, he does some, some stuff on social media. That's ridiculous. You're not going to do that. Uh, but I do think the Steelers will be in the market for receivers. I think they'll sign one in free agency and then they'll also add one in the draft. Uh, this was, a, uh, I think, we, as we saw uh, with the combine workouts this week, a really good, solid, 
uh, group of wide receivers. And I find it interesting that the Steelers did talk to a couple of the first round prospects at wide receiver, including Jahan Dotson and, uh, you know, some other guys here at that position that, that, uh, Garrett Wilson, uh, the other one uh, that they talked to, I have Garrett Wilson right now as my number one receiver in this draft. Uh, I think he's very talented, ran a four, uh, a four, three, eight, 40 the other day can jump out of the gym, uh, can do everything. Um, I think he's the best, but John Dotson's a guy who's probably the fourth or fifth rated wide receiver in this draft class. And, you know, that 20 spot uh, right around the pick 20 is really that sweet spot for those wide receivers. So it wouldn't surprise me if the Steelers went with a wide receiver in the first round. Again, you take care of that need. You don't, you don't pigeonhole yourself into having to take a quarterback in this draft. If you sign one in free agency, same thing with the Steelers talking to, Devin Lloyd, the linebacker out of Utah, Jordan Davis, the big nose tackle out of Georgia. They're, you know, they're meeting, they're, they're covering all their bases here. Uh, they're also speaking with all the top quarterbacks. But if they sign Mitch Trubisky or somebody else in free agency who's a potential starter, that lessens that need to have to take a quarterback. And then you can start adding those other pieces to the equation. And I think that makes the most sense for them, um, you know, as, as you get into this. So, uh, really interesting week. A lot of other rumors and stuff, uh, new, news and notes that I heard. I want to address one of the next ones here. And I had somebody tell me that the Steelers are having issues finding assistant coaches on the offensive side of the football, and that Canada is the cause. We'll talk about that when we come back after the break. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. here on the Dale Lally Show on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Network. And uh, I, was, I was having a conversation with, uh, with somebody this week, um, somebody in the know, somebody who knows a lot uh, of people inside the Steelers organization who does work inside the Steelers organization and, and kind of has a, an idea on how things are, are handled internally and do those, you know, those kind of things. And he mentioned to me that the Steelers are having a rough time finding an assistant offensive line coach. And you wouldn't think that would be the case. You know, you would think there would be a lot of people, there's, there's guys out of jobs right now. Uh, there are people out there who maybe want to make the jump from the college game to the NFL level. And maybe part of the way, a way to do that is to come in and be the assistant offensive line coach and then work your way up through. Uh, but as I was told that the, Mike Tomlin has been turned down by a number of people for that job. And so, you know, I guess what the, the, the problem here is, is that a lot of these people, the, the idea of working for Matt Canada, um, news gets out among the coaching circles. These guys all know each other. Everybody has worked with this guy or that guy who knows that guy who knows this guy. And so when you, you know, they don't know that Matt Canada is going to be here for the long term. 
And they just saw what happened with Adrian Clem, who actually is, you know, despite what Steeler fans think is pretty well respected in the coaching business. Um, and they, you know, they, so they saw how this was, you know, all went down last season with that and how he kind of got thrown under the bus by Matt Canada in many cases. And they don't want to work for him. They've heard that he doesn't speak to his assistant coaches on his staff. He doesn't watch game film with them. He doesn't game plan with them. He sits in his office with the door closed, watching film by himself. He comes up and, and sends notes out about, hey, here's what we might want to do, things of that nature. And I also heard some rumors that he didn't necessarily get along real well with Ben Roethlisberger. Not that that should be super surprising. Roethlisberger has had his uh, issues over the years with uh, assistant coaches, particularly offensive or offensive coordinators. Um, but it leads, you know, it leads to the question, you know, why is Mike Tomlin keeping this guy? It's not like the offensive, the offense was great in 2021. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with, we haven't seen what the Matt Canada offense really is. That means this, this is going to be a big year for Matt Canada. He's going into the last year of his contract. He signed, they, they, they signed him to a, it made it a three-year deal. Usually they do their, a two-year deal with their assistant coaches. Well, they made it a three-year deal when they named him offensive coordinator and elevated him to that spot a couple of years or last year. So it's a big one for him because he's going to get carte blanche to fix this offense. He's going to get an opportunity to do this. And if the offense doesn't look better, in 2022 than it did in 2021. Not going to have Ben Roethlisberger to point the finger and say, well, my hands were tied because of this. You know, I had an immobile quarterback that I couldn't do anything with. He couldn't, we couldn't run the stuff that I wanted to run. We had to run what he wanted to run. That won't be there anymore. And they're going to address their offensive line issues. So that excuse won't be there anymore. So this is going to be an interesting offseason. You know, free agency starts in, in a week and a half. Um, going to be interesting to see what the Steelers do to address some of those needs. I think they're going to, as I mentioned before, go get a veteran quarterback, go get one or two veteran offensive linemen. You have to do that because you can't just draft them. I know everybody says, just draft offensive linemen. Who's the adult in the room on offense right now? Because that guy was Ben Roethlisberger. Who's, who, are you, who's, who are these guys looking to? on the offensive side of the ball, even Najee Harris, who's he looking to right now as the veteran guy in that offense? They don't have any. So you need to add some veteran guys on that who've played NFL football more than just one or two years, which is what you have mostly on your offense right now. You need some guys who, when the chips are down, are going to be able to say, hey, we can handle this. I've been on teams before that we've done this. So that's why they have to go the veteran route on fixing the offense. I'm bringing in some offensive line help. I'm bringing in a veteran quarterback. It can't be all young guys. That's a recipe for failure. That's why I think the Steelers will go out and, and get some of those guys. It's going to be interesting to see what kind of guys. What, what do they want to do up front? Do they want mobile linemen? Do they want guys who are mashers? Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot there. They have Again, they have the cap space to do it. But they got to, you know, have the right assistant coaches to, to help put everything in place. And nobody wants to work with Matt Canada right now. Maybe that changes after this year. Maybe people, they go out and have some success this year. And they get that scoring average up over 25 points a game and everything's hunky-dory again. 
I think we th- I think we have an idea that the defense might be better next season than it was in, in 2021. As I reported earlier this week, Kevin Colbert saying he expects Stefan to it or Stefan to it wants to come back and play next year. That's big news for them. Huge. Um, you know, they need him back. They need to get that defense back to being a top five unit, but they need to get the offense to at least be middle of the pack. It can't be where it was at last year. And that's on Matt Canada. And so this is a huge year for him because if it doesn't get fixed this year, he won't be around for 2023. It's just not going to happen. That's going to do it for the Dale Lally show today. I appreciate you listening. Uh, Of course, you can check out all of our podcasts on the DK Pittsburgh sports podcast network. Uh, Like us on there. Uh, Give us a like, give us a good uh, review. We appreciate that. Always uh, good to hear from people, what they, what they want to hear, what they want us to talk about. And of course you can check out all of our good content on DKPittsburghSports.com as well. Lots of good stuff there. Uh, the Penguins are still playing here. We'll see what happens with baseball, Alex Stumpf, all over that uh, with the situation with the Pirates of Major League Baseball. They should be playing spring training games right now. They're not. And of course, we'll be built taking you into the uh, into the, the free agency period for the Steelers and all that stuff as well. Uh, but that's going to do it for today's show. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.